Hey, I'm Maddie, and welcome to Books, Books and More Books. So to start this episode off, I want to say welcome back. It's been a while since our last episode, but I'm pleased to announce that I'm hopefully going to be back once a week on a Friday. This is essentially season two of the podcast, and I'm hoping to have a bit more of an organised structure to the podcast this time around. It got to the point where I just made it up as I went along last time. However, I now know how podcasts work and I know how they work best and I'm going to hope that this new structure is going to prove productive and effective because it got to the point where I was just rambling, I made it up. Yeah, it wasn't great. But the general idea is that there's going to be three to five segments per podcast depending on how long each section is and how long I want the episode to be. I'm hoping all the episodes will be about 20 minutes. I know some people like listening to longer podcast episodes but I just kind of figure that you can like listen to more if you want to and also my life is busy to be honest (laughs) um it's kind of difficult for me to like record an hour every week um but having these segments is hopefully gonna let me be more creative and branch out but it's also gonna have like regular visitors you know like I might have one that I do at the end of every week because I feel like it so let me know if it's good if it's rubbish you know, because it's it's all about you guys, so I want your feedback on it. Um, but that's all my announcements aside, so let's go on to our first brand new segment, which is, surprise surprise, a book review! So every now and again, I'm going to wrap up a book that I've read recently, and hopefully, without spoilers, You know, if I have spoilers, if I realise I have, then I'll put in a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. But I'm going to give you a review and my opinions. Some of them are going to be short, some of them are going to be long. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. So up first under review for this week is Children of Virtue and Vengeance by Tomi Adeyemi, which was my first read of 2020. First off, I can't pronounce names very well. So I'm probably going to butcher these, and I'm really sorry about that. But you know, you can look up the translation, not the translation, the pronunciation online if you really want to know how to say them. But after battling the impossible, Zaley and Amari have succeeded in bringing back magic to the land of Orisha. Follow Zaley as she struggles to unite the Magi and avoid a civil war. I'm going to start by saying that I picked up the first book in the series, Children of Blood and Bone, in January of last year, so 2019. I loved it. The characters, the romance, the plot, the struggle and the magic system. The magic system was actually really cool, to be honest. So naturally, I was really excited for this book to come out. And while I enjoyed it, I felt that a few things didn't quite match the standard of the first one. I also think I kind of hyped it up a bit much, you know? My imagination kind of got ahead of me a bit, I think. Um, But it picks up a few weeks from where the uh, last book left off. And it had some good plot points and some further character development of Zaylee. However, I still found Amari to be an annoying, arrogant princess. And I was really hoping that she'd change a bit in this one. Because obviously the characters are going to be evolving but she still got under my skin. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it was just difficult to read from her point of view sometimes. However, I then also found this, you know, quite endearing, swashbuckling, gung-ho attitude character called Rowan. That might be how you say his name, I'm not sure. 
when they had scenes together, they kind of balanced each other out. It sounds kind of weird, but, you know, Rowan is definitely a funny character. Um, it's definitely a good character to write about and read about. He's entertaining. So I think he kind of balanced out the Amari annoyance for me. On a similar note, I found Zaylee really grumpy in this book. <laughs> and it just annoyed me because I don't know if she's meant to be grumpy or not. It just got frustrating for me for some reason. Anyway, the book focuses on unrest within Orisha and sees the country split into two sides, the royals and the rebels. Now, I know, I know. Whoa, it's a standard YA rebel trope. Yes, I thought this was going to happen too. And I was very worried. I literally put the book down and was like, oh no, we're not doing this, are we? We're not doing this, are we? Come on. But it was okay. It was okay. We, we only just delved a little bit into that because we didn't wander too far down that path. We, we turned around and got back on the ship of the normal plot. I don't know why I called it a ship. I just did. Anyway, it was just enough to get a nice taste of rebellion. And then we came back around and kind of focused on the magic and the characters and, you know, war and stuff. So it was okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I have a thing about rebellions in books. It just happens too much for me. But the writing in this book is so pretty. It's so nicely done. You know, it's just really beautiful. The descriptions are really nice, but it's not like the leaf was green and the green leaves were the best thing I had ever seen. And, you know, it doesn't go on for pages and pages and pages like in some books. So it was really nice that it didn't actually. Um, but it was nicely thought out. And the way that each chapter was told from a different point of view kind of lets you make up your mind. Um, I'm saying um a lot, I've noticed. Anyway, it lets you make up your mind about which side you want to choose. So you can be a rebel or you can be a royal. And I think that was something really interesting because there were some times where each side swayed me and I was like, where do I go? You know, it's just a really interesting thing to read. But at the end of the day, I gave it four or five stars on Goodreads because I did really enjoy it. But I also felt that it just didn't quite compare to the first one. I, to be honest, I probably upped my expectations a bit too much. But they're my thoughts. So next up, we have a really, really weird section that I want to introduce. I've decided to call it Characters Characters. It's going to sound very confusing, but hopefully when you hear me do it, it'll make more sense. But basically, I have to create a tweet from a character's point of view about a random topic that's picked out a hat or spun from a wheel along with the character's name. So, for example, it could be like, I don't know, Harry Potter and his opinions on guitars or something, you know? It's just something silly, something lighthearted, you know? The reason it's called Characters Characters is because I appreciate it's kind of a cryptic name. But, you know, on Twitter you have a character limit. So I thought, you know what, the characters, as in the letters, belong to the characters, as in the person. You know, smart naming. It was a really, really dumb decision on my part, but it's what we're going with now. So I really hope you get it. Um, but these tweets are all available on um, Twitter under the username at CSCharacters. So obviously the at sign is just like an at sign. That's how you find people on Twitter. Uh, the C and the S are uppercase, and then you just have characters written in lowercase. If you want to find it, 
Hopefully, the link is in the description of the podcast. It should be in there. I put it in there, but I don't know how computers work, to be honest. So I don't know if it's in there. So let's let's just give it a go. I made a test one about Clary's opinions on rabbits. And I don't know whether I should do silly voices for it. Because uh, <laughs> in some ways I'd like to, you know, have a laugh with it. But then in other ways, I'm like, I don't want to embarrass myself on a podcast. But we'll probably end up doing silly voices and like annoying loads of people with my bad accents. But our first <laughs> our first character and topic for today is Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games on shipping, as in like delivery. So what we've gone with to start with, I think we're gonna go with life in the districts is tough. Not to mention fact that we have to ship goods to the capital all the time. Where do we go from here? And no one ever gets a thank you. Okay, and no one ever gets a thank you. The shipping prices are so high on our ends, so low on the capitals. I don't know how that works in real life, but we're going with it. To be honest, I'm kind of worried about doing this and like releasing it to the world because like I might get like flagged or something you know but we're going to go with it are so high on RM but so low on the capitals it's not fair and then I'm gonna use the hashtag fiction so that people know it's made up because otherwise it might not be great and I'm also gonna use hunger games because that just makes sense to put in subject And that is it, that's what we've got. And we've only got four characters left, so I think we actually did a pretty good job. So let's upload that one. So I think I'm gonna do one more and then, you know, we're gonna move on to our next segment. So our new character is, spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel. Oh, our new character is Thomas from the Maze Runner. Took me a minute to remember which Thomas we were on about, but I think we're going from the Maze Runner for now. And the subject he's going to be discussing is... Vegetables! (laughs) So, this is completely random. I think it's going to be quite funny. So, we're going to just write to start with Thomas on vegetables. So that people know that's what we're discussing and I think we're going to start off with vegetables saved my life when I was a greenie in the maze I felt useless until I ate my vegetables 
I sat with Chuck and we ate. Gorgeous. This is the long one. The gorgeous vegetable. Uh, hmm. I sat with Chuck and we ate the gorgeous vegetables and thanked uh, the maze for blessing us with good soil. <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. The comments on vegetables. Here's, gonna, here's my bad voice for you. Vegetables saved my life. When I was a greenie in the maze, I felt useless until I ate my vegetables. I sat with Chuck and we ate the gorgeous vegetables and thanked the maze for blessing us with good soil. So as you can see, this is a completely nonsense segment that literally makes absolutely no sense. But it's what we're gonna go with. And then also we're gonna just hashtag the maze runner because that makes sense to me. And then we're gonna tweet that and hope that, you know, someone doesn't think we're like offending people. <laughs> so to be honest, I think two's enough for this episode. It's, it's kind of a chaotic thing, but I do actually quite enjoy it. So, you know, I think I'll bring the segment back. And if you wanna go look at them at CS characters on Twitter. Um, yeah, let's move on. So lots of people seem to love quizzes, I love quizzes, and they're great for content in podcasts, so I figured I'd take a few to finish off this episode. We're going to take three. The first one is only true book lovers will score 100% on this quiz. It's basically like, how much of a book nerd are you? So it's what we're going to go with. This one's on BuzzFeed if you want to find it, but you know, just search the internet and I'm sure it will come up. So, I think you have to tick off all the ones you've done. What's your book nerd score? So, you've told someone, sorry, I already have plans, when you wanted to get out of something to go home and read a book by yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who doesn't do that. Like, hmm. Surely everyone's done that once. So, this next one, you follow Bookstagram accounts on Instagram. I have a Bookstagram account that follows Bookstagram accounts. If you'd like to see my bookstagram account it is called bookish babblers if you just search that up in instagram it'll come up plug plug um but yes i do that you've moved your favorite book to the must read display shelf at a bookstore yes and also in a library i did some volunteering in a library for a while and um every week i go in and i just be like my books because people seem like a lot of people seem to be kind of rubbish at recommending books like older people that don't read young adult fiction always seem to pick bad young adult books to recommend to people. Shh, nobody needs to know, but yeah. Next one, you've recommended a book to a stranger at a bookstore. No, because social anxiety. <laughs> um, you have your library card memorized. I don't really use libraries, I have to say, and also you just scan them. You don't have to like put anything in. Anyway, you've downloaded an app that's connected to your library so you can always check out books on your phone. Yes, I have. It's a great app. I can't remember what it's called though, but it's actually a really good app and you know, it's really useful. 
then you like reading books before you see the movie adaptations always because you need your own opinions before somebody else shapes them for you. You have your bookshelves organised in a particular way. I do! I have them organised in genre, even though I'd like them organised in colour, but I can't deal with series being split up, I just can't. So, you've wished you could bottle the scent of new books. Absolutely, everybody has. Next up, you've read a good portion of classic literature. Not really. Because... Yeah, it's not really what I go for and I kind of just find it hard to get through and it's not really my thing, I have to say. I've read bits of Shakespeare because I do plays and stuff, but other than that I haven't read many classics. So in any given year it's entirely possible that you've read more books than movies you've watched. Yes, absolutely, because I read every single day, I don't watch a film every single day. So you've gone to your fair share of recycled bookstores. Yes, I love, I love secondhand books. They're brilliant. They're so useful. They're just brilliant. <laughs> you have a Pinterest board filled with dream in-home libraries. I do. I have a board called My House and it's literally just full of libraries. You've Instagram storied about what you're currently reading at least once. Yes, because everybody should do that. You can't stop from commenting on someone's status if they're reading a book you read before. Yes, I always love having chats with my friends about books that they're reading that I've read and it's we just fangirl and it's brilliant, it's beautiful. <laughs> You're normally the first person someone goes to for book recommendations. I would say so, yeah, my bookish friends, they definitely ask me a lot. You've bought more than one book on vacation before. Yes, I, I literally always bring about six books. <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but I do. You've cried real tears on a page of a very tear-jerking book. Yes, Clockwork Princess, my pages are very crinkly. <laughs> You've been to a midnight release of a book. I haven't, because I just haven't, and they don't really exist, to be honest, like, round where I am. Um, you've written slash drawn fan fiction for a book you loved. Yes, I have. I did a Hunger Games one um, on Wattpad and then swiftly deleted it because I just could not be bothered to write on a phone. You've joined a book club. I have. I'm doing Carnegie shadowing right now. That's what I'm doing. You've read a book that has actually made you hungry. Mm, not really. I don't really read much books about food. <laughs> You've read a book that a celebrity has recommended. Oh, I've got to think now. Do booktubers count as celebrities? Because if so, yes, definitely. But apart from that, no. <laughs> and you've read books written by celebrities? Or do authors count as celebrities? That's the thing. I, I'm gonna say yeah, they do count. You've stayed up past midnight reading a good book, even though you had to be up early the next day. Yes, always. You know, you've just got to do that. You've experienced reading a book so good that you know what couldn't possibly top it. Yes. Honestly, there's a lot of books that I think are so good. You've read a book so terrifying that you couldn't read it at night. Yeah, I have actually, when I was about eight, I read this um, outlaw book by Michael Morpurgo and I, it, just, it had a skeleton in it, so it just instantly freaked me out. I was terrified, honestly. Okay, <laughs> this is a long list. You've dressed up as a book character on Halloween. I have, I dressed up as Luna Lovegood last year because I felt like it. 
You've made at least one literary reference in your life, of course, all the time. Or a literary pun, definitely. You've accidentally given yourself a papercut reading. Yeah, that was rather embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> You've read a book with over 600 pages. Several! The Shadowhunters books are so long. <laughs> You've visited a location solely because a scene in a book was set there. Yes, I visited Blackfriars, Blackfriars Bridge when I went to London a few months ago because Jim and Tessa met there. You've finished an entire book on a plane. I haven't because I don't go on long flights, basically. And you've read three books in one day before. No, because I don't have that level of concentration, to be honest. You called in sick to work just because you wanted to stay home and read. Yep. Yep. You've gone to a book event to meet your favourite author. I wish I could. I really wish I could, but they just don't really happen here. You've had to give yourself a book buying budget because you have a problem. Yes. You and a friend have talked about a book's plot for hours in depth before. Yes, I, I literally have a friend. Our entire friendship is built off a shared love of Shadowhunters because I introduced it to her a few years ago and it's like brilliant. And you own more books than pairs of socks. Yes, because I just do. I am 90% book nerd. Your book nerd score is 90%. You may not do all these things, but we're willing to bet you have some other bookish habits up your sleeves. Keep on reading, my friend. And then it's got a gif of Ron Weasley eating, because why not? <laughs> oh, he is, he is reading and eating at the same time. That's pretty much what I do. <laughs> Next up, this quiz is which book format are you from Book Riot? So let's, let's have a go. So where do you want to go? Someplace fancy, someplace weird, someplace new, someplace cosy. I'd like to go someplace weird, I reckon. You know, just see how strange things are. Something wonderful has happened. How do you celebrate? Tell all your social media friends. Pop the champagne, baby. Dance party. Treat yourself to your favorite dessert. Dance party, but only with me because I don't do people. <laughs> what kind of light do you prefer to read by? Natural sunlight, lamp slash overhead lighting. My book comes with its own light source. I'm good with whatever. I'm, to be honest, I'm pretty much good with whatever because I'd, I'll just read anywhere if I can. The next book in your favourite series has just been released. You line up outside the bookstore hours ahead of time to make sure you get a copy. Sit back and wait. You pre-ordered it ages ago. Wait until it gets a little cheaper. Plan to order it online and hope it doesn't sell out first. I am there at that bookshop like the second it gets released. <laughs> you would rather look at a beautiful painting or listen to a beautiful song. Listen to a beautiful song because I'm a more musically inclined person and also it kind of... I'm jealous of people that can paint, basically. <laughs> if you could design your own library, what would you include? A state-of-the-art computer system, extra sturdy bookshelves, stained glass windows, or a cat? Stained glass windows. Who doesn't want one of them in the library? Do you prefer to try new things or stick with old favourites? I'm not brilliant at new stuff, so I'm going to stick with old favourites, to be honest. What's your favourite kind of rose? Pink, blue, peach, or green? I've never seen a green rose, but that sounds so cool. So that's what I'm picking. <laughs> what kind of bed would you like? A bunk bed, a four poster bed, a memory foam bed, or a tronic bed? A four poster bed, who doesn't want one of them? Apparently, I'm an audiobook. Some people may misunderstand you, but you don't pay attention to them. You are a unique individual who loves trying new things, and you're probably also great at multitasking. Cool.
So our final quiz is from Epic Reads. It's which two Shadowhunters characters are you? I'm pretty sure I've taken this one before a while ago, but I hadn't finished the Shadowhunters series. So I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> so choose one of these TV shows, Riverdale, Breaking Bad, The Big Bang Theory, American Horror Story, Jersey Shore, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Voice or Grey's Anatomy. So, to be honest, I've only really watched Riverdale, so it's what I'm going to go with, even though it's not really my favourite. Choose a Shakespeare play. Hamlet, Romeo and Juliet, King Lear, Macbeth, Much Ado About Nothing, Julius Caesar, Twelfth Night, or The Tempest. I'm going to go with Romeo and Juliet, because I was in Romeo and Juliet, and I like the play, and I think it's a cool play, so this is what we're going to go with. So then we have, choose a school subject. Chemistry, biology, math, English, history or gym. I'm going with English. I love English. It's such a good subject. Now we've got Choose a Shadowhunter ship. Clary and Jace, Simon and Izzy, Alec and Magnus, Tessa and Will, Tessa and Jem, Julian and Emma, Christina and Mark or Ty and Kit. This is so difficult because I love Clace and I love Wessa. What do I do? Ooh. I'm going with Clace to be honest. I think they were there first, so they keep it. So then we've got to choose an aesthetic. So we've got like leopard print, holographic marble, the beach, vaguely 80s vibes, palm trees and purple silhouette, then the galaxy, then a Disney castle. So I'm going to go with the galaxy one because it looks cool. Pick a coffee order. Black coffee, that looks like tea to me. It's like a milkshake, cappuccino maybe, um, iced coffee and then a Latte? I'm going to go with the milkshake. I don't really do hot drinks, to be honest. <laughs> what motivates you? Success, power, family, love, justice or spite? Success. I'm a very ambitious person. Then we've got choose a series. The Mortal Instruments, Infernal Devices, Dark Artifices. Infernal Devices! Then we've got choose an ice cream cone. So we've got like a normal ice cream cone with blue. They've all got books next to them. I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna pick the rainbow one because it just looks cool. And then choose a hybrid Hogwarts house, Gryffindor, Slytherin, Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, Gryffindor and Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, Slytherin and Hufflepuff or Slytherin and Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw so I'm gonna be Slytherin and Ravenclaw because that's where I am. Choose a member of the X-Men. I'm going to choose Storm because she looks cool. You've got Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler, Iceman. However, I haven't actually like read or watched the X-Men, so I don't really know. Then we have Choose a Rune. We have the Clairvoyance Rune, the Fearless Rune, the Parabatai Rune, the Angelic Power Rune, the Sandless Rune, or the Urazi. I want the Angelic Power Rune, to be honest, because it's just, you know, you know, like you could be a shadow hunter. So we're gonna go with the Angelic Power Rune. Let's see who I am. Ooh. I'm Emma Carstairs and Jessamine Lovelace. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> you have a reputation for being proud and vain, but there's nothing wrong with that. You can put your money where your mouth is and your ambition coupled with your determination, passion and skill makes you a force to be reckoned with. Not quite the result I was expecting, I don't think, but I'm not mad either. So like, cool. <laughs> So that wraps up this episode of Books, Books and More Books. I really, 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 really hope that you enjoyed this. Because I have, you know, I've enjoyed having a new series going. And I think it's going to be cool. 
Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tune in next week for some more bookish things. If you have any questions, opinions, book recommendations, or you just want to chat books, why not leave a message on my Instagram or my Twitter? Or if you have, if you're using the Anchor app, you can, you know, use the Anchor voice message thing. To be honest, I'm not actually entirely sure how you do that, but I, I think it's there. I don't know. Anyway, on Instagram, we are at Bookish Babblers. And then on Twitter, we are at CS Characters, Big C, Big S, Small the Rest. <laughs> that could be a slogan, you know, I could make slogans up. Anyway, if you're wanting to keep tabs on what I'm reading and you want a healthy dose of book photography that's probably not very good, but oh well, in um, your Instagram feed, then why not follow my Instagram too? But for now, I'll see you next week.